On this episode of DevTalk, I speak to Gerald Berslaus about authoring technical books. Welcome to another episode of DevTalk. My name is Kerry Lothrop, and today's guest is Gerald Berslaus. Gerald, hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Gerald, you are from the Netherlands, and we have met in person a couple of times. And I, I wanted to tell the story of the first time we met, because it was kind of strange. Uh, I was jet lagged in Seattle very early in the morning, sitting in a, uh, a Starbucks mm-hmm. in what's the, the corner called? Very uh, famous. Um, the market. Is it Pike Street? Pike, Pike Street Market, right. Yeah. And I was uh, uh, just drinking my drink, and uh, there was somebody sitting there who had a <laughs> MacBook with lots of Xamarin stickers on mm-hmm. it. And I walked up to you and I introduced myself and it turned out we were following each other on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that, that's how we met in person for the first time. Yep. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty funny because uh, I had that a lot that week. I, it was my first MVP summit because that was where we were going in Seattle. Right. And um, yeah, I, I had a couple of days before. It was really crazy because I uh, became an MVP uh, October 1st. It was quarterly then. Um, huh. and the summit was in November back then, I think. Uh, so I had to decide, right. I had to rush, get a ticket, uh, arrange for a hotel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it was my first time in Seattle. So I wanted some time to, to look around. And, uh, so I, I went a couple of days early and, um, I don't know, I had a, uh, hotel in downtown Seattle, which is very near to the, the, the Starbucks place uh, that we were talking about. And right. I, I sat down there. I was uh, also in the uh, process of writing a book. Um, so I don't know. It, it felt kind of like uh, uh, good because all those people writing books in the Starbucks, I thought I would be one of them. Uh, so I sat down there, opened my laptop, and uh, I don't know. Then then suddenly you were there introducing yourself because you saw, uh, you noticed the, the uh, Xamarin stickers and I think the MVP sticker. Uh, and you said something right, yeah. like, "Hey, I, I have those as well. So, what's going on?" So you were you say you were writing on your book. I must have disturbed you writing your book. But um, you, in the meantime, your book has been published, and this is something I have wondered about, um, or something I want to talk to you about today. Um, what what goes into writing a technical book? M- maybe you can get. S- you can tell me how how did you get started or how did this happen that you were there writing a book? Yeah, it 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 is it is a lot of work, uh, but it's it's really fun to do and it's really rewarding to uh, have your printed book in your hands uh, at the end and and be like, wow, I really did this and this is this is pretty amazing. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, but but how do you get started? Well, of course, ideally, you uh, will get asked by a publisher like, hey, do you want to do a book for us? Uh, but I, yeah, that didn't happen to me. I, I had this, I don't know, this dream somehow of, uh, one day publishing a book. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's basically how, how I go about most of the things now, uh, doing things in the community and I just see how far I can go. So, uh, I became an MVP and from there, I don't know, I, I got to talk to people about, uh, who already authored books. And I was like, hey, how, how did you get started with that? I want to do that sometime. 
Uh, and they were like, yeah, you just write a proposal uh, or, well, basically find a publisher first. They have some kind of forms usually uh, on how to, to get working on a proposal. Um, so you make a proposal and an editor will reach out to you um, and you will uh, uh, finish that. And then whenever they uh, think like, yeah, this is something that, that people will like, then you start working on the actual outline and the book, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then it's basically just writing a very long, long, long blog post. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a very extensive process because uh, on beforehand, you already have to do a lot of work. You have to, and it's a good thing that you have to, but you have to think about what, what chapters are going to be in there. Uh, how are, am I going to structure things? Uh, what do I want to tell? I mean, that's, that's something that you start with. Um, and for this book, uh, in the meantime, I mean, what? How how many years is this ago that we are talking about that we met face to face? That was November twenty sixteen. Right. So that's that's uh, about three years ago now. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the meantime, I've published uh, multiple books now. I have uh, three. So once you get the hang of it, it gets easier. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's still a lot of work, and it's it's fun to do. Uh, but this first book was about um, combining uh, DevOps with, with Xamarin apps or mobile apps, but Xamarin specific in this case. Um, and when I started working on that, it was uh, still called VSDS. Uh, now it's Azure DevOps. Mm -hmm. uh, and also at the same MVP summit, um, yeah, I was already starting on my first two chapters or something, I think. I just started. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they announced uh, the what, what we now know as App Center. And I was like, no, I'm just writing all these VSDS stuff. And now you're coming with, with new things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's also very dependent, the subject that you're writing on. Uh, because yeah, VSDS, it totally looks different. It works different. So uh, that book, it still has some, some general concepts about uh, how to do or what to think about when you're doing DevOps with mobile apps or Xamarin apps. Uh, but, but yeah, actually following along with the book and the things that I uh, do hands-on in there, that I think that's kind of outdated and, and a hard thing to do nowadays. Uh, and it's only uh, between quote and quote uh, three, three years old, right? So right. yeah, that, that's a bit of a problem with, with technical writing right now, I think. Yeah, or, or putting anything in printed form. Right? Yeah. So it, it was your idea to, I, I want to write a book. And uh, not the the other way around, where you say, "All right, I'll do it," which is, I think, is a good place to start because because that that means you've got a lot of motivation to do that. Yeah. And then, did you ask multiple publishers, or was it just one? Um, I at first contacted. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to write about Microsoft stuff." Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I I contacted Microsoft Press, uh, okay. and they were not really interested. Uh, not sure why they didn't really give me any concrete uh, feedback, but uh, they were just like, "Yeah, we we don't see this happening." So okay, uh, fair enough. And then I went this to was before uh, the Xamarin acquisition or after? Uh, no, after. Yeah, definitely after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we, uh, they were acquired early in earlier in 2016, wasn't it? I'm not not as good right. with dates. Uh, I but... think February was the announcement. Yeah, something like that. Officially, like June or July. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was it was after, but uh, I don't know. Um, and then I contacted APRESS, uh, which is very well known for their technical writing uh, and their yellow black covers and that kind of stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think um, 
I, I knew somewhere, someone who already wrote something for them. So that's why uh, I, I chose them. And uh, yeah, I stuck with them ever since uh, for my three books. Um, so yeah. So that experience must have been good. How, how does it work? How, how much of, of the content is determined in combination with them or, or how much how much freedom do you have to just write what you want to well you have a fair amount of freedom um basically the whole content thing and and subject uh, i mean of course they know what their curriculum is and where they see uh, maybe some gaps in in what they might need uh but but yeah for the rest you you get to do whatever you want basically uh, they have some strict formats. I tried to write a book uh, together with uh, uh, Stephen, a good friend of mine, also known in the Xamarin community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did our last book together actually, but we wanted to do it in some kind of recipe format. I think it was called it was going to be called like Xamarin Forms Recipes or something. Um, and they have a pretty strict format for that, so that that really didn't work out for us in the end. Uh, but as long as you don't touch any of those concepts that's the concepts that they have lying around, um, you're you're pretty much free to do whatever you want. Uh, but there's this whole review process. I mean, there is a, a technical reviewer attached as well uh, for every book, so they will find someone else uh, that has also some uh, some knowledge on the subject, uh, preferably. Uh, and they will read the whole book, uh, each chapter that I deliver. They will read it and they will comment on it like, hey, is this right? Did you think of this? Uh, I would like to see a little bit more about this. Uh, so more from the technical angle. But yeah, sure. I mean, there are still people and they have some opinions. So they will give you feedback just as well. Yeah. We have the, uh, the the editor from A-Press who will just give you some pointers and he will work, uh, he or she will work intensively with you on the uh, contents. So how is the chapters going to uh, to look like? What's the outline going to be? Um, how how uh, thick is the book going to be? So you have to like uh, think about how many uh, pages are you going to write about a certain subject? Um, and it's all not written in stone. I mean, you can change everything afterwards. Um, but they, they of course, like to know um, what they can expect. But on the other hand, it's also good to think about all these things up front. So you really uh, think about all the th- stuff that you want to write about and uh, does it make sense and do I have enough content, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, and, and then whenever you're done, then you still have the... Uh, uh, they'll send it to actual, I don't know, they have all these technical writing terms. I, I kind of forgot about them by now. Uh, but they will send it off to uh, some other people who will uh, go into the actual spelling and that kind of stuff. So then you'll get back the actual manuscript and it it, it looks like uh, uh, it's already formatted the way that the final formatting is going to look like. So then you're getting the actual uh, book basically in, in some kind of digital form. And you can see what it will look like, um, together with with a whole bunch of feedback things like, "Hey, you forgot something here," or maybe you misspelled something here, and you have to go through it again and uh, correct all these these tiny little things. Um, so yeah, there there's a lot of feedback gates, uh, but but you're very uh, free to do to do whatever you want with the content. So you wrote this book in English, or or all of your books in English, yeah, which is not your native language. That's right. Um, what, what does that mean? Does, is your, uh, I'm assuming they have editors, uh, who are native English speakers. Yep. 
how much do they change of what you send them or is that is it like like uh, of course it depends on how good your english is but is it still your words or <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah 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 sure um yeah it's it's still me it's still how i wrote it mm -hmm. and and basically the feedback well the feedback that i got let's let's put it that way um was mostly in like um a question form so it was like hey did you actually mean to say this um i'm mm -hmm. I'm, i'm reading this like this is that correct uh, so it was more like a reflection on um, that they were trying to establish if they understood correctly what i was trying to write and then maybe with some feedback like hey if you didn't mean to say it like this maybe you want to change it into this um so yeah it, it, it and then i'm still free to say to ignore their comments and say like no this is my book and uh, i wanted to put in like this um uh, but yeah you know most of the time you probably want to listen to what they have to say and um, change it a little bit um, unless you're very certain about a, a thing that you you wrote for uh, uh, a certain way but yeah sure you you will get some feedback and uh, that's always good mm-hmm You've not written three books. Uh, do you think you're going to continue? No. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, no. 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 Well, it's like I said. It's it's uh, a little bit depending on the subject. It is very hard to write, especially technical books in in, in printed form, because yeah, before it's released, I mean, there's this long period of uh just waiting when you have done your thing but it has to be printed it has to be i don't know what they're doing uh, exactly uh but there mm -hmm. is like one two three months between me finishing the work and uh, actually printing the book and in those three months a lot already changed and of course right. then whenever it's in the stores then then yeah it you can just see it get older um whenever you look at it so you know um and I, I think there's a lot more uh, value these days in like the live streaming, live coding, uh, blogging, mm -hmm. of course, blogging happens still a lot. These podcasts are very uh, popular as well. Uh, so I think that's a good thing. I mean, that is just uh, current things. People will look at it, listen to it. Uh, and then, you know, it's, it's not more like a reference kind of thing. It's more like you have this knowledge now and you see what is happening now. Um, And with books, it, it should more have like some kind of reference value, at least in the technical term, uh, that you look up something. Um, and, and for that, it's just not really suited anymore because these, these frameworks and things are going so rapidly. Um, it's, it's really hard to, to stay on top of that. Um, How many books were printed of your, your books in the first um edition oh to be very honest i don't know <laughs> you don't know okay. no um, uh, that's the thing I, i think you also for this um you don't want to do it for the money probably unless you i don't know right. write some something like the clean coder or something like that and and it gets printed for 20 years uh in in very uh, large numbers um but i i i Uh, recognize that I'm in in some kind of a niche uh, with with the whole Xamarin stuff, um, mm -hmm. so that doesn't help. Um, and also, yeah, the things I just mentioned before. Um, I think there's there's other stuff that you can do right now to if you. Yeah, I don't know if someone would be in it for just making the money. I don't think that would be the right motivation altogether. But uh, I think there's better ways to do that. Um, so for me, it was mm -hmm. just to to uh, yeah 
write the book, uh, do something great and uh, see where it goes from there. Okay. And what was any of the books printed a second time? Do you know that? Uh, I do. I don't think uh, one of them has hit that yet. No. Okay. And, uh, but I'm assuming they're also distributed in ebook form, right? That's correct. Yes. Um, so do you know, <laughs> you don't know the numbers probably, right? Uh, is that like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to f find out w what type of, uh, of media this type of audience would prefer. Right. Would it be, do you, do you know any ratio maybe? Well, I, I do know the uh, actual numbers, of course, but I don't know in terms of uh, has it been a second batch printed or how many were printed up front. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the printed ones are actually uh, still ahead of the ebooks. Okay. And actually, that's something that I prefer myself. If I do have to read a book that, that sounds like someone's making me, I don't mean it like that. But if I want to read a book, then I want the actual book. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a, uh, something that I have to get used to. I've tried an e-reader and that kind of stuff, but uh, or, mm -hmm. or just reading it off screen behind my laptop. But I don't know. Um, I prefer to just get on the couch and, and read a book that way. Um, so yeah, I, I guess there's a lot of people still like that feeling as well. Um, and also I think, uh, yeah, maybe the people that, uh, uh, well, that's not going to be thousands, but the people that know me might, uh, appreciate it to have the actual printed version, uh, in, uh, in hand as well, um, to have something. To... Right. I bought your first second book, so <laughs> good. Yes. But I have not read through them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm debating with, uh, if this, uh, type of audience is more, um, would more likely read a, a paper book than like, like a, a novel, mm -hmm. uh, audience. Um, I wonder, uh, cause like, I, I can only tell from home, uh, my wife who is not uh, in any, uh, technical job, um, she prefers the e-reader -reader, re -e and I also prefer the printed books. Oh, that's um, funny. I know. And I don't know if that's because uh, I, I look at the screen too much. Or, <laughs> hmm, it would be interesting to find out. Yeah, we should make a study of that. You have have three books and they're all, all printed and uh, on your desk. What are the activities you're doing now that maybe are in this similar area sharing your knowledge with other people? Yeah. So, uh, I already mentioned, I'm also, uh, I think like most technical people nowadays who like to participate in some kind of community, uh, I'm blogging, um, I'm trying to do it regularly, but, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen for uh, a month or two months. Now I, I think I've blogged almost every month, at least once. Um, okay. so, you know, and, and just, Basically, also for myself, just whenever I run into something um, and I figure out how to uh, to solve it, then uh, why not? I think that's that's something that uh, Scott Hanselman says as well, right? I mean, uh, you don't want to answer something just for yourself or just for one person. You just mm -hmm. write a blog post about it, and uh, a lot of people can benefit from that. Uh, so yeah, I, I can really appreciate that line of thought. So that's what I try to do as well, and. Um, Whenever uh, I don't blog, I do a lot of different things. I um, have recorded some videos as well on my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, yeah, you know, I uh, whenever I do a blog about a new feature uh, in, in Xamarin, 
why not talk to myself a little bit out loud while I prepare the, the code for it? And I can also make a video of it. Uh, so that's what I've been doing uh, not very uh, regularly. I think there's a handful of videos on the YouTube channel right now. Um, I don't know, for, for different reasons, I didn't really uh, get to do that that much. And now you have this whole uh, hype of uh, doing like the live coding things, uh, which I think is really nice. I mean, it's the, the next step after the recording the videos, I guess, uh, which is really nice because you also get the interaction between um, like the, the people that are watching live. Yeah. And also, you know, you can see the whole process. I mean, what we all like to do, at least what I like to do, is to get uh, some nice polished videos out there. Uh, and I will just show you like the, the happy path. So uh, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I click here, I do this, and then it works. Yay. Uh, but I think the most value is in uh, the parts where you can see that uh, it goes wrong and there's a problem. And what do I do about it? Uh, do I have to update to a new NuGet package or do I have to put in some initialization code or what happens? Uh, and, and I think that is something that uh, really helps people to see uh, what problems can be and uh, how to, to solve them. And um, so, yeah. And, and besides that, for, for like the actual live, live uh, videos, I've done a lot of sessions at conferences and that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really haven't done that uh, speaking uh, that much this year um, because last year was just crazy with all the travels and stuff. But uh, so I, mm -hmm. I put that a little bit to the background, but I plan to do that a little bit more as well uh, later on. So uh, yeah, that, that's what's keeping me busy besides all the day job stuff, of course. <laughs> Right, and I was I was keeping you busy uh, a few months ago when we were together organizing the Expert Day for Xamarin, yes, uh, the Munich edition. Uh, so this is an event that has um, has now occurred three times, and it's a it's a one day conference for in depth knowledge on Xamarin. Yeah, and it is in Germany, and it was in, in Cologne twice, and I had the idea uh, to bring it to Munich because. Uh, I think the the Xamarin crowd is uh, is larger there. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just looking at the the user group participant numbers, and we've done similar events in the past, and it just seems uh, Munich may, maybe also because Microsoft is right there right. Um, always draws the crowds. Yeah, uh, I asked if, if I could maybe borrow the. The conference name, or maybe even the website, uh, to do this this conference in Munich, and uh, you guys, or the, you as one of the organizers of the the Expert Day, you jumped on board and really, really supported this event. Though you couldn't join in the end, mm -hmm. but you were the one doing the website and and doing all the organizing, and and uh, thank you again for for all your support there. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah, so I, I'm not, um, I don't think I'm the best organizer. I think uh, it, it requires planning, which I'm not always good at. Uh, but yeah, this this kind of the, the whole Xamarin uh, Expert Day, um, we, we yet have to decide on a final name. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I, it, it came, yeah, like uh, spontaneously. Um, you had the Xamarin Dev Days, I think it was called, uh, initiated from, from Microsoft. 
Mm -hmm. which is really like entry level to get people to know uh, what is Xamarin, what can you do with it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they had this like uh, agenda that you could stick to and the sessions, they were already provided to you, uh, which is great uh, if you want to organize such a day. Uh, it's good to have all this content in place. Uh, but we wanted something more. Um, and, and with we, I'm talking about Tobias. Do I say it? Uh, Tobias? Tobias on German? Tobias in uh, German. Yeah. Um, uh, Glenn. Um, back then, it was also um, uh, Thomas, Thomas Burkhardt. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, we got together somehow. Um, and we were like, okay, we want to organize something with a little bit deep dive sessions. Uh, so we came with the expert day and, uh, yeah, it was just one day, one track with a couple of sessions. I think there was for the first edition, there was around 50 people or something. Uh, and for some reason we went to Cologne, uh, in, in Germany mm -hmm. because, um, I don't know, I think someone knew, uh, Robin Manuel, uh, who works at Microsoft, uh, in, in that area. Uh, and mm -hmm. he could probably arrange for the uh, the venue and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, and and we just uh, did it. And I have been in charge of the website mostly. And of course, uh, all of us knew some some uh, some speakers. Um, so yeah, and it it uh, it was a great success. Everyone was uh, really liking it. Uh, so the next year we were like, hey, do we want to do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Um, and I think we got up to a hundred people. Um, so, and we, we even had, uh, like Jim Bennett and we had, uh, some, some amazing speakers, Mike James, uh, also from Microsoft just flying in. So yeah, that, that's really great. And I think everyone just really likes the, uh, low key, um, uh, ambiance and, uh, you know, you can just walk up to people and, uh, uh, ask them questions. And we have some sessions about, uh, yeah, the thing I mentioned earlier, like the real life problems, uh, like what's going on. Okay. I want to do some stuff with, uh, I have a bad internet connection. We know that because you're working with mobile apps. So I want to do some caching or I want to see if I'm online or offline or uh, I don't know, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, and we get some great responses to that. So, uh, yeah, then you came with the Munich edition and uh, we were like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Right. And, um, so the fourth, uh, installment is planned for October 25th in Cologne again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we've got, uh, two keynotes, Sandra Kriemann from Germany mm -hmm. and James Montemagno from Microsoft in, in Redmond. Yeah. Um, He's going to come all the way here, which which is uh, a big honor, actually, because yes. um, um, Microsoft have su supported uh, different events in the past. And uh, I know James has been to some Xamarin Dev Days, but th this this kind of gives us a. Um, um, I I think that it's an it's a nice thank you uh, to appreciation to to send somebody here for all the way from the states. Yeah, so that's really amazing that we uh, we got him. I mean, he is really busy uh, with all kinds of things. Yeah. So it's uh, it's super awesome that he will be there for this uh, this event. Yeah, so uh, we still have have um, slots for speakers. So the the call for sessions is still open. Yeah. 
And you can also still sign up to just participate in the day. It's completely free. Exactly. And it's it's awesome every time. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, like I said, we have some different names for it. I personally like the Exam Expert Day. Uh, so I've uh, taken the liberty of registering examexpertday.com. Uh, so if you mm-hmm. go there, you will be redirected to the right URL that we have been using before. Um, and you can find information on how to sign up. Um, how to enter a uh, talk, if that's what you want. Um, And yeah, like uh, Kerry uh, mentioned, uh, he wanted to do one in Munich. Uh, I'm happy to facilitate uh, any uh, event somewhere else uh, if you want to borrow our name or maybe uh, use our network a little bit of speakers and that kind of stuff. Uh, So if you are someone in the community listening right now and you are like, yes, we need this where I live, um, please just contact me and we'll figure something out. Okay, great. And uh, one last thing uh, we haven't mentioned, uh, you're working for Microsoft for the Xamarin team, right? Yes, I have. And I don't know if uh, all of this is related uh, to you publishing books and writing <laughs> blog posts and uh, organizing conferences, public speaking. Uh, yeah. To be honest, uh, I don't know either, but uh, I guess it helped. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, for the, the, the Xamarin Forms team, I have joined on June 1st. So uh, I've been here for mm-hmm. uh, two to three months now. And it's, uh, it's a wild ride. It's like I said, I never expected any of this to happen. Uh, also with the whole MVP things going on. And, and right now I'm just uh, enjoying every minute of it and uh, seeing how far I can take it. And uh, yeah, then when there was an opening for the Xamarin Informs team, I, uh, I applied. And uh, again, I don't know uh, if that was the reason uh, that I wrote books and write blogs and do all those stuff. Um, but, you know, it, it helps to do that. Um, I mean, that's why they already knew me. Um, and I think what right. mostly happened of uh, what mostly uh, helped with from all these kinds of things was like the contributing to actual Xamarin forms. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff is open source now. So you can go in there and uh, contribute uh, to the actual code. Um, and I have been doing that for, I think, a little over a year before I actually, uh, for before the job opening was there and I applied. Uh, so they already knew what I can do. They already uh, knew the person that I was. And um, yeah, again, I don't know the exact reasons why they would or would not hire me, but uh, I can only imagine that it helped. Right. Well, uh, congratulations on the new job. Thank you. I'm um curious how how your journey will continue in, in the future yeah me too uh, anything planned in the near future other than organizing the expert day again uh no like i said uh, the, also because of this new job uh and and getting used to all that stuff um i have been uh, keeping uh, some other things a little bit in the background uh, but i plan to go on uh, some more conferences and doing some talks um, produce more content and I want to be because I came from the community and now am uh, on the Xamarin Informs team I try to be a bit more on the contributing uh, side so to support our contributors uh, because I know now from both sides where uh, the issues are mm-hmm. um, so I, I want to really try to uh, empower the people more to uh, be able to contribute to us, to take away the problems that they might have doing that uh, and uh, explore in that area how we can do better. Um, so, yeah. Great. 
Okay, I'll put a link in the show or I'll put links in the show notes to all of your activity, to your books, your blog. Thank you. Uh, your 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 Twitch account. That would be great. Uh, assuming you're on Twitch, right? Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, so thank you very much for being my guest today. And thank you for having me. This has been another episode of Dev Talk, and we'll see each other again in two weeks. Bye bye.